and and don't all you northern people scoff just like it gets hot for you in the summer it gets it gets chilly for us down here in the winter some t- some days even cold episode 1007 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode best of ish edition today's quick tip suggestions for running outside in the winter Hey, y'all, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is brought to you by you guys, at least those of you that are on board the old Patreon train, whether you're currently on, whether you have been on in the past and have had to step off for uh, the time being, no worries. Uh, the, the the few cups of coffee, the, I'm actually getting significant numbers of cups of coffee each month that y'all send my way is is very much appreciated. And uh, if you're new around here, you haven't heard about heard me talk about Patreon before. It really is just a, it's a financial support piece. Uh, each month you can give a dollar, two, five, ten, whatever whatever works for you certainly works for me, and uh, definitely helps to keep the lights on and keep things going and growing over here. And um, I think currently at last count there's 37, 38 folks that are that are chipping in uh, various dollar amounts each month, and uh, it's just super appreciated. And, and one of the things that I do to try to give back to the Patreon folks is uh, we do the book club most every month. Um, taking December off because of the holidays and a little bit uh, craziness around this time of year, but we'll pick that back up in January where we read a, a running book each month, um, and then uh, you know get together on on the Zoom and talk about it towards the end of the uh, end of the month before we move on to the next month. Uh, we've had we've had a couple of of, of really good books. We've had a couple of stinkers. Usually the ones I pick are the stinkers. Um, but hopefully 2022 will have some some good discussions, some good books to read, and uh, maybe another little uh, something something coming your way as well. Uh, Going to keep that under wraps, but I've got I've got something brewing that I think will be good for both of us. It'll be good for me because uh, it'll encourage me to do a little something something, and uh, it'll be good for the the folks on Patreon because you get a little uh, at least it could be good. I don't know, maybe you don't care that much, but you get a little sneak peek of uh, something to come. And if you're putting dots together, you might be on the right track. Uh, so if you want to jump on board the Patreon train for 2022, uh, get a little sneak peek of things that are coming and, and certainly help things to uh, continue to go and grow. Uh, Patreon.com slash Dizruns is the link. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Dizruns. Uh, send a cup of coffee my way. I'll appreciate it. And uh, thanks for those that are uh, supporting the show via the Patreon uh, platform. So today's quick tip, the last quick tip of 2021 is uh, another best of-ish quick tip. And, and for those of you that are new around here, uh, this is where we take a, a post from back in the day, uh, more or less copy and paste the show notes, although I didn't quite do that today. I added a little something, something to it. I'll explain that in just a second. Uh, but but re-record the audio. Uh, sometimes it's pretty similar. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, maybe things have changed a little bit over the years, but one way or another, it's a, it's a fresh uh, audio file for today and uh, talking about running in the cold weather. Some tips for cold weather running from the guy in Florida who used to live in Michigan where it does actually get proper cold. And not that I was much of a runner in uh, in, in my Michigan days, but uh, I played outdoor hockey. And so I feel like that's the, I maybe learned a few things there that might carry over. Uh, and also just, you know, from living through enough winters, you kind of learn a few things. So, so hopefully a few of these tips will help come through. Uh, today's episode first aired back in the day, November, 2015 episode 184, uh, more than likely has fallen off of all of the podcast feeds out there. Uh, so unless you've been around for, uh, 
almost since the beginning. You probably didn't hear this one. Uh, so, so let's dive in, shall we, and talk about cold weather running, uh, something that thankfully I don't have to deal with anymore because while it does get chilly once in a while in Florida, and, and don't all you northern people scoff, just like it gets hot for you in the summer, it gets it gets chilly for us down here in the winter. Some, t- some days, even cold. Now, is it the same level of cold here as it is in, in you know, for Lesterburg and Fargo or for uh, Scott up in New Hampshire? Like, no. No, it's not. As, as far as the duration, as far as just day-to-day comparison of temperatures, it's not the same. I will posit this, though. If it's 40 degrees for you in July, you're going to bitch about it being kind of chilly. All right? So that's that's kind of where we at. Like 40 degrees in Florida, kind of chilly. Not not exactly what we signed up for, although it is sometimes a nice break from the heat. Uh, but that's that's kind of the, the type of cold that we deal with down here. Occasionally it gets down into the, into the upper 30s. Seriously, stop, stop, you know, like schools are getting closed. Like, uh, like we can't handle that type of thing. Uh, but for those of you who live where it's proper cold, or maybe those tr- you know doing some travel around the holidays, uh, maybe you're you're going from somewhere south, somewhere up where it uh, gets gets proper cold, uh, and you're not really familiar with running outside. Or maybe this is your first year running in the winter months, and you're like, God, I don't know what what am I going to get myself into? Like I, I really started to fall in love with the with running in the summer through the fall, but now winter's coming, and I'm I'm Lesterberg's neighbor in Fargo, or you live in St. Cloud or Madison or wherever, and uh, you're going, yeah, man, this this winter thing, it's going to be a thing. Um, here are some tips that will hopefully help you get through the winter uh, if you're going to choose to run outside. Because honestly, that you know, as as much as I rant and rave around these parts about my disdain for the treadmill, there's no denying that it's it's a tool that can be used this time of year. For some of you, it's a valuable tool. It it's it's what gets you through the winter months. Most of your miles happen inside on the treadmill, and, and while. Again, I'll, I'll rant and rave about how much I, I dislike the treadmill. The fact of the matter is I'm fortunate enough, I guess, to live in Florida where I don't need the treadmill because of ice and snow and wind chills and things like that. You know, The only time I might, quote unquote, need the, the treadmill is in the summertime when it's hot and humid, but I can, I can live with that. I'm cool with slowing down, bringing water, getting up early, whatever. The wintertime, I mean, there is no get up early enough to beat the cold. Like you get up early enough, it's just colder. You, you sleep in and you go out once the sun gets out and it's still cold and it's still icy and it's still snowy. So maybe the treadmill is what you have to do. So that's, that's not really one of the tips for running outside in the cold, but don't, you know, don't feel like you, you have to just be the, the tough guy, the tough gal that gets out there and comes back with the ice beard and the ice mascara and all that type of stuff. If you want to great. And maybe hopefully a couple of these tips will help you get through. But running inside on the treadmill or if you have a gym or fitness area that has an indoor track, something like that, viable options for the winter for sure. But for those of you that are going to brave the outdoors, and if this is your first winter and you're, you're like going to do it, here are some tips to hopefully keep you on track. And of course, those that uh, are more veteran winter runners, feel free to, to chime in in the Facebook group or on the posts and social media, things like that. Um because I know that y'all have some some more real world practical experience than I have with running outside in the cold in the winter. So fill in the gaps for me. You know, all jokes aside, he- let's help each other out as much as we can when it comes to winter runner winter weather cold weather running this winter. I'll I'll get it out eventually. It just takes me a few tries sometimes to get the words to come out in the right form and fashion. Anyway, number one, I got five tips for you today. Number one, uh, this is to me this is a big one. This is like the most maybe the most. 
I don't know if the obvious is the right word, but maybe the most important. Maybe that's the right way of saying it. And it's dressing in layers. Okay. Um, when, when it comes to picking out what kind of clothes you're going to wear, things like that, um, you're better off to have three or four layers of thin clothes than one big thick article, one big thick you know sweatshirt or jacket or whatever. Because the last thing you want to do is start sweating when you're running and be unable to peel off a layer, like the appropriate amount of, of layers to kind of regulate your body heat because you, you are going to sweat more than likely, unless it's really, really cold. But once you get moving, once you, once you're running, if you, if you've got good winter gear you know, that you're wearing, um, there's a pretty, pretty good chance that you're going to start sweating out there on your run. That's fine. But if you, if you're going to try to strip down to keep the sweating to a minimum, and all you've got is basically one big thick layer, one big heavy sweatshirt or good jacket or something like that. Your options are kind of limited. But if you've got, you know, like a base layer and then like a, a, a long sleeve um, t-shirt, you know, runner runner type of, of long sleeve shirt, uh, then maybe a sweatshirt, then maybe a, a, a windbreaker jacket, then maybe something else like a vest or something like that over the top of it. If you, if you do that, and you start to get a little warm. Maybe you can open up a zipper to get a little air breathing through. Maybe you, you strip off the, the outer layer. You strip off the vest. You strip off the, the, the windbreaker. Put the, the vest back on. Whatever it is, you've got some options. You've got some ways to, to, to take off a layer at, you know, and, and maybe bring it with you. If you get cold again, you can add that layer back on. Uh, but basically, you're not all or nothing when it comes to helping to, to change what you're wearing to help regulate for the temperature. So some layers are good. Uh, make sure that they, that they breathe a little bit, that you don't get all that sweat stuck to your body, that then if you do stop to walk or something happens and you're, you're stuck out for a little bit and that core temperature starts to really drop because of all the sweating that's going on, that can cause hypothermic issues. It can be really dangerous, really serious, really quickly. So dress yourself in layers. Then you can, you can a little bit easier regulate, help to regulate the, the thermostat by adjusting what you're wearing, stripping one, stripping, stripping two, adding one back on, whatever you got to do. So dressing layers is the moral of that story. Tip number two for outdoor running in the winter weather, wear gaiters around your feet. You know, so, so if you're not familiar with the, with the gator term when it comes to, and a lot of us are kind of familiar, especially coming out of the pandemic of like the neck gaiters, but you can have gaiters for your shoes as well, which you, you see a lot in, in, at least in some trail running areas, they're, they're just a, a fabricy thing that goes around your, your ankle and over your shoe to kind of protect your shoelaces, keep stuff from getting into your shoes when you run on the trail, little pebbles and dirt and sticks and twigs and things like that that can, can you jam you up if you're, if you're doing some, some serious trail running. Well, in the wintertime, you can put the same gaiters on. And while you might not be as, as worried about sticks and twigs and thorns and things like that, grabbing at your laces and, and getting into your shoes, one thing that you can be worried about is snow getting down into your shoes. And again, this is one of those things from back in my day, a little uh, you know trigger warning for myself, I guess, but like walking through the snow to school, away from school, whatever the case might be, um, there were few things worse than stepping and having the, the, your foot just bury through the snow, push your, your jeans up a little bit, and the snow just kind of fall in through your, your shoes and your boots. And you got, you got snow in your feet, uh, and that, of course, that's going to melt. You got wet feet, cold feet, uh, just, just not the most comfortable situation. And if you're running in an area where there's lots of fluffy snow, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous until you, until you end up with, with a bunch of, sh- of snow tucked in around your ankle, melting, dripping down into your feet. 
and uh, you still have a handful of miles left to go, and those handful of miles are, are getting worse by the second. So getting a, a pair of gaiters that, that attaches to your shoes that, that kind of can help mitigate that, can, can provide that extra little layer so that you get some snow there, but it just fluffs right off, not going into your shoes, can be a game changer. Are your feet still going to be cold, and you might still get some snow that kind of melts through the, the, the shoe and, and soaks in? Of course, that's, that's a possibility. But the gaiters are going to help to minimize the amount of snow that gets down in your, in your feet. Um, and hopefully help keep them dry, hopefully help, help keep them a little bit warmer, which is going to help keep you a little bit warmer. Lots of winds going on with a, with a simple pair of gaiters when it comes to running in the snow in the wintertime. So something to think about, maybe invest the, the 10 or $15, like it's not expensive to get a pair of gaiters and uh, something that you might be thankful that you have multiple times and should probably last for, for, for years and years. So one, one little expense goes a long way. Get yourself a pair of gaiters for your running shoes. Tip number three for outdoor running in the winter months, wear gloves, wear gloves. Um, you know, the way our bodies work, the way, the way our bodies try to, to, to make sure that they're, they're doing their job and and surviving and getting through when it, when it gets cold is our blood kind of sends to the, to the core a bit more and doesn't go out to the extremities as much that can lead to your hands getting really cold, really fast. And, and, you know, not for nothing, but like frostbite in your fingers not ideal, not a lot of fun. Um, so there's one reason to wear gloves right there. Now, again, kind of like with dressing in layers, you might be better off with a thin pair of gloves and then maybe like some mittens over top or something like that. So if your hands start to get a little bit warm, you can strip off the, the extra gloves and you still have a layer in between. So you're not going from just thick gloves to nothing, but definitely gloves can be a game changer. And, and for me personally, um, as long as my hands stay warm and my core stays warm, I'm usually pretty good. Now, again, if it's, if it's negative 10 degrees and the wind chills blowing and stuff like, like maybe I'm, maybe I'm not so good. Maybe I need more than just my, my, my core and my, my fingers to stay warm. But when we've got these, these chilly Florida mornings, these, these, you know, high thirties, low forties mornings, as long as like, if I wear my gloves, like I can almost wear like a t-shirt out there for my runs. I'm probably not going to, I'll probably, I'll probably default to still wearing something a little bit, uh, you know, a light jacket or, or a, a long sleeve t-shirt or something. But if I got gloves on, I'm, I'm usually good. So keep your hands warm. It's, it's a comfort thing. Um, and also not for nothing, but if you do slip and fall on the ice, it's nice to have a glove hand to kind of catch you in the snowbank instead of just plunging bare hands into the snowbank or, or things like that. So wearing gloves may not be a super, super game changer, but it just makes things a little bit more comfortable, easy to overlook. Get yourself again. If you get a good pair of, of like running gloves that are breathable, um, they can last for years and multiple times you'll be thankful that you have them and not needing to rely on big, thick, heavy gloves all the time. So get yourself a, a decent pair of gloves if you're going to run outside often in the winter months. Tip number four, this is a, a total safety one that has less to do with, with the weather, although it, it, it ties into running this time of year, and it's make sure that you can be seen. We talk about this with daylight savings, and when that happens and the days are getting shorter, but you got to think about it through the lens of a driver, right? And a driver that's a non-runner, which are probably most people out there driving, we all know, or we, a lot of us know, a lot of us have been in situations where drivers aren't paying attention and there's been some closer calls than, than we would care to have, right? Of cars not yielding or they're just assholes. I mean, that, that happens sometimes too, but a lot of times what happens when we're driving and, and maybe it doesn't happen to us as much because we're aware of it because we're also runners, but our brains filter out extraneous information 
things that, that aren't expected to be there. We've all had those, those instances where you're watching TV, something where, you know, some of the, the, the visual tricks or, or whatever, where it's like count how many basketballs, um, you know, go across the screen. And so you're counting the basketballs. And then afterwards, it's like, did you see the pink elephant? Did you see the gorilla? And you're like, no, I no. Because you were counting basketballs and your brain filtered out the pink elephant that danced across the screen as well because that was not what you were focused on. All that to say, somebody's driving in the winter months, they're focused on staying in the lanes, they're focused on um, being safe, hopefully, driving. And because they're in no way, shape, or form expecting somebody to be out on the road running, like their brain just kind of filters that out. So you, you almost want to go above and beyond with wearing the reflective gear, wearing flashing lights, wearing bright colors, like anything that's going to help catch the eye enough that the brain can't just filter it out because it's, just, it's not just something background. It's, it's there. And I, this is important. Even if you're running in the daylight, okay. Running in the daylight. Certainly if you're running early mornings into the evenings when it's already dark, I mean, just, just go above and beyond to make sure that you're, you're seen. And if push comes to shove, and again, this is a year round, but especially this time of year, especially in, in the, the shortened days, winter months, never assume that the car is going to see you. Um, dive for the snowbank, do what you got to do, get out of the way uh, because the car is going to win. You know, between you and the car, the car is going to win. So make sure you do the best you can, be, to, to, can do to be seen, flashing lights, Christmas lights, crazy colors, whatever. Um, but day or night, err on the side of caution because drivers aren't looking for runners a lot of times. And so it's not that they're not paying attention, although sometimes they're not paying attention, but even when they're paying attention, they may not see you or they may not feel comfortable merging over a little bit, giving you a little bit of extra space, which is a little bit ridiculous, but that's, that's another conversation for another day. Be seen out there, be bright, be obvious, and don't be afraid to bail into the snowbank if, if you need to, because the snow gives a lot more than a vehicle gives. All right. So be safe out there, y'all. Last but not least tip for running in the cold during the winter months, um, potentially, you might find that you get along get along a lot better by wearing some type of face covering. And not just because of COVID, although I guess probably most of us now have like a proper face covering uh, that maybe we didn't have, you know, back in 2015 when this episode first came out. But you can use a scarf, you can use a buff, you can use a, a neck gaiter, uh, you can use any type of, of decent mask that you might have picked up over the last couple of years due to the pandemic. Um but what that does, or what, what, what having something over your face, you could even pull a turtleneck up. If you got a turtleneck, pull that up over your face. Um, but that cold, dry air that, that is typical of, of winter air can cause problems with their lungs. Not like serious problems, but it can cause little brachiospasms in the, inside the lungs itself, which makes it hard to breathe. If you've ever you know been outside and had the, the cold literally take your breath away, that's what's happening. And as runners, breathing, kind of important. So having something over your mouth and nose that helps to just warm up that air just a little bit, helps to humidify that air just a little bit, can go a long way towards making it easier for you to breathe. Some people more sensitive this, to this than others, all right? So if you're, if you're really sensitive to that cold, dry air, something as simple as wearing your mask while you're running can make all the difference in the world. And again, it can be a scarf, it could be a, a anything that just covers your, your nose and mouth, catches some of that that moisture that comes out of your breath, you know, the exhale catches some of that, keeps it there, which helps to then, uh, again, humidify that air that you're breathing in. It also makes it just a little bit warmer. It doesn't take much, but just a little bit of, of extra warmth coming through that fabric 
can make all the difference in your in your lungs cooperating when you're breathing while you're out there running. So so there you go. Five five things to keep in mind if you're running out in the in the cold this year, or just reminders for things that you haven't thought of in in a year or so, and now it's starting to feel like winter again. Dress in layers. Wear gaiters around your around your shoes to keep the snow out of your shoes. Wear gloves because cold hands are not a whole lot of fun. Make sure that you can be seen if you're running anywhere near the roads. Make sure you can be seen uh, by other cars, lights, reflection, anything like that to, to keep you standing out against the, the white backdrop. And last but not least, cover your face with a, with a scarf, buff, mask, whatever, to help humidify that air, warm it up a little bit, keep your lungs from spazzing out at you. And uh, last but not least, not really a tip, just a little bonus something. You know, there's, there's nothing that says that uh, there's no bonus points handed out because you're such a, a just you know, badass that you get out and you run no matter what. Never, it's never too cold for me to get my miles in. I mean, if that's you, cool. But, but our friend Jen from the Tundra, um, said multiple times, I know I've credited her multiple times, but there, there's no such thing as too cold, but there is such a thing as too cold for the gear that you have. So if, if you have cold weather gear and it gets colder than, than what that gear is rated for, then yeah, it is too cold. And so whether you move your run inside or whether you just take an extra day off, you know, cuddle up by the fire or stay in bed and get a workout there as well. I mean, whatever, whatever works for you works for me. Um, but if it is too cold to run one day, just take a day off. It'll be okay. You know, you got 364 other days to get your runs in, get your miles in for the year. That one day when the weather just is really, really brutal. Hey, you know, some days that's what, that's, that's just how the cookie crumbles and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So stay safe out there this winter, y'all. Enjoy the miles if you're so inclined to get out and, and run outside. And if you want to, you know, test out some of the Thessaly's uh, suggestions about running on the treadmill, you can you can do that as well. Uh, but one way or the other, hope you have a, a you know a great winter season of running. I'm going to enjoy it because it's actually comfortable for a few months down here. But if it's cold where you are, hopefully these tips might help you. And again, if there's something I missed, let me know so I can make sure to include it in, in another tip or something else going down the, down the road. Uh, at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also head over to the show notes for today, Dizruns.com slash 1007. Like I said earlier, back in the day, apparently I was pretty you know short shift when it comes to writing the show notes for the quick tips. So I added a little bit to this one, fleshed it out a little bit. Mostly just added some memes and gifs, so you can come check those out as well. Dizruns.com slash 1007. There's also that comment section down at the bottom. Fill in any gaps for anybody else who checks out the show notes, and you can also always send an email, whether it's about this or whether it's about something else. Dizruns at gmail.com is the best place. Um, sometimes it takes a couple days for me to get back. You know, My email is kind of a black hole of, of just where things go to get lost, but I try to get through it every couple few days. Um, so send an email. If you don't hear from me for a week, send another one. Uh, but disruns gmail.com is the best place to do that. And, uh, yeah, let's wrap this one up. Shall we? Last quick tip of 2021. We'll be back with a, you know, obviously there'll be the, the Q and a episode next Friday. And then after that, it's 2022. Let's, let's get on with a good, good start to the year. But, uh, thanks for, for hanging out, whether it was today was your first episode, whether you've been around for most of the year or several years or, whether you heard me talk about this back in November of 2015, appreciate your time, appreciate your attention. And if you want to throw a couple shekels and a cup of coffee my way, patreon.com slash disruns is the place to do that. Uh, but until next time, y'all be well. Thanks again for listening to this one. Hope it, hope it was useful. Hope it was helpful. Stay warm out there this winter. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you. <laughs>